Hey, podcast people, how's it going? Azrin the Language Nerd here. Happy Monday afternoon, or of course, whatever day and time it is for you right now as you are listening to this podcast episode. The first thing I'd like to say today is a big favor, or a small favor, I suppose. I would really appreciate it if you went into Apple Podcasts and left a rating and a review for this podcast. Give it an honest review, give it an honest rating, and I would appreciate that very, very much. With that aside, let's dive into today's podcast episode. And I would like to, today, I would like to stress the importance and the usefulness of something that I talked about, I think it was in the last episode, or perhaps it was two episodes ago. And that is the importance of hitting pause on your day-to-day life. I told you guys that right now I am on a three-week vacation. I'm still in Calgary. I'm still at home. I haven't traveled anywhere, but I'm not working on my typical things, on my typical uh, typical work, I suppose. I'm not really working for the next three weeks until the first week of January. And it's really important, I think, for people to do that. I think it's important for everybody to take time away from their day-to-day life. Here are some of the ways that this has been helping me lately. First of all, it's allowed me to improve upon how I teach because I've spent a lot of time thinking about and planning out how I teach and analyzing what are the pros in my teaching style and what are the cons. So I've become a lot better at teaching. Number two, it's allowed me to make a curriculum in terms of what should you learn first, what should you learn second, what should you learn third, which has allowed me to be sharper and allowed me to give much more specific answers to language learners when they ask me questions about language learning. Now, because I've I've put my thoughts on paper, and I'm still actually doing it, but I've put a lot of them on paper, when a language learner asks me, hey, Azrin, I'm kind of at this stage in my learning, what should I do? I've been able to give very specific instructions. Hey, you should probably go learn this. You should probably go learn this. You should probably work on this. I think you need to figure out how to do this. You need to go learn how to do that. I think this is a great time to start learning this tense. I think you need to learn this. I think you should probably practice with this material. I've been way sharper than I used to be. I think as well for many people, it's a way to recharge your batteries. It's a way to re-energize yourself because you might get tired from your regular day-to-day life. So in my case, I'm not necess- I don't necessarily need to recharge per se. I think it's been nice for me, but I didn't necessarily need to stop and recharge because my work actually does energize me. But for many people, I think it can be an energizing thing to take some time away from your day-to-day life. For me as well, it's made me a much better language learner because I've been learning a couple of new languages. I've been learning Japanese and Korean. So I've been struggling with different things in those languages and I've been overcoming some of them and it's made me a better, it's made me better at language acquisition as a whole, which is pretty cool. I like that. I've got to spend more time with my family, which has been nice. I've enjoyed that. So I think it's great to take time away from your day-to-day life because you can spend more time with your family, with your loved ones, with friends, etc. That's been really good. For me as well, I mentioned in the last in the last podcast episode or perhaps two episodes ago that I believe it's important it's important to hit pause on your life on your day to regular day-to-day life because it allows you to properly analyze 
the parts of your life that you're very happy with and the parts of your life that you're not necessarily as happy with. So this, I'm now, I suppose, one week into my three-week vacation. And one week in, that's been something that I've noticed. It allows you, I think, and when I'm looking at this, this three-week vacation, I think taking time away from your regular regular life gives you gives you time and space to focus on things that you've always wanted to do, but you didn't really have the time before. So I think that's a really big thing that I'm taking away out of this right now as well. So all in all, I, I highly encourage people to take whether it's two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, one week, however much you can in the whole year, just to hit pause, hit pause on your life and pause your day-to-day life and take a breath. I think it's, it's, I think it's incredibly, it's incredibly important. Now, for those of you who have a very stressful kind of life, I actually saw someone on Instagram, somebody that I follow, and she posted something, maybe a couple, I think it was yesterday, actually. She posted something yesterday, which is that, and she said that she was basically pulling an all-nighter. She was not sleeping at night to work on some school assignments. I believe she's doing her master's or perhaps her doctorate, her PhD. I can't remember anymore. But she's like, in her post, she said, I'm doing this one final all-nighter, and then I'm done. I'm gonna get this assignment done, and I'm free for the next couple of weeks. And based on her posts that I've seen before, she does have a, a reason. She does feel more stressed on a day-to-day basis than perhaps I don't want to say the average person, but let's just say that on a day-to-day basis, she does have a fair amount of stress based on what I see on her social media. And so she's got this one final push, and then she's done. And she posted a little bit of a text conversation. She screenshotted a text conversation she had where she told her friend. Yeah, over my break, I'm probably just going to bum around and just look out the window and just veg out and and recover from this school semester. So what's the learning behind this? Well, the learning behind this is that when you have a high amount of stress on a day-to-day basis, when you take your two weeks off, your three weeks off, your one week off, understand that it actually takes your body some time before you can properly enjoy your time off. And I think one of the things that people do, and I don't know if it's a mistake or if they just don't have a choice because of how much vacation time they have at work or school or whatever it is. Regardless, one thing I see people, one thing I see happen is that people have a very stressful day-to-day life. They take their two-week vacation or three-week vacation or one-week vacation. But for the first 13 days, of your 14-day vacation, you're just recovering from the immense stress you were under prior to your vacation. So by the time you go back to work, you've just you've just recovered. You've just bummed around enough to recover. You haven't even had the chance to properly enjoy your time off. Does that make sense? I'll give you a, a more I'll give you an example that's closer to home. Growing up, I saw my mom on her vacations. My mom is a teacher and growing up, I would see her on her vacations and she would get whatever. Let's say she had three weeks off. The first week, she still felt kind of stressed from work. It still carried around in her system. She still didn't quite feel at ease. And after the first week or week and a half, 
then her body finally was able to relax and she could start to enjoy her vacation, enjoy the time off. And that's just because your body has, it takes some time for it to shut off. It takes your, it takes most people some time to shut your body off and go into that vacation mode. So that's, it's something to be aware of. I, I don't know what the practical application of that thought process is. I'm not 100% sure. I'm not sure. Because I think some people, you might be hearing this and saying, that's great, Azarin, but I only get two weeks vacation at work. I can't take a third week. I can't take extra time. And it does take me two, two weeks just to recover, just for the stress to finally leave my body. And I don't really know what the answer is. So, but I think it's something to be at least mindful of. And it's something to think about. And I would take a good hard look in the mirror and at least at the bare minimum, ask yourself if there's anything that can be done just to properly enjoy your three weeks off, your two weeks off, your one week off, right? It's something to, something to think about. I think everybody has their own baggage and has their own, maybe baggage is the wrong word. Everybody has their own challenges. That's the right word, challenges. For instance, in my world, I am self-employed. I work for myself. And if you ever talk to people who are business owners or self-employed or work, work for themselves, the a very common thing that they will say is that they never get to take time off. Because even when they're taking time off, they're still thinking about their work. They're still reachable by email. They still have to put certain fires out. They still have, they can't ever really stop. Versus in a job, when you take your two-week, three-week vacation, one-week vacation, four-week vacation, when you're off, in most jobs, you're off. Like, it's a job. You can take your vacation and you can completely put your job out of your mind because it's your vacation time. But when you're self-employed or you own a business, right, you're a CEO, you're this, you're that, one of the most common things people say is that you don't have that luxury of being able to do so. So people who are self-employed like me, that's something that they say, and that's their challenge. If you work for a company, your challenge might be getting the appropriate amount of vacation time that you would actually like to have, or everyone has their own challenges and everybody has to navigate their challenges differently. So for me, right, like I'm self-employed. So for me, what I really, I struggled with it before. I, I, I really, it was hard for me for the first, I would say, it was really hard for me probably for the first, I want to say four, I want to say four years, four years of actually working for myself because I used to run a window cleaning business before running this business. So probably the first four, maybe three, four, three years, something like that. It was hard for me to step away from the business. It was hard to do that in a way that was, that allowed me to properly step away. In the beginning, it was because I like to travel and I didn't know how to figure out how to travel and step away from the business. Like, how does that look, right? How do you do that? Because listen, when you're in another country and you like, how do I say this? You need to learn how to run your business from a different country when you're not in the same country. That was really hard. I didn't know how to do it. So there were some big problems. I remember, I kid you, this is the funniest thing, at least for me, it's funny looking back. 
The first time I tried to run, I tried to run a business and take time to myself to work on something else. The first time I did that, when I came, I was traveling in France. I was studying actually. I was studying. I wasn't even traveling. I was studying. When I came back to Canada, I had lost an employee, and the employee who'd quit had rehired another guy. So I got a message from one of my employees saying, "Hey, Azarina. So did you hear about? I'll give him a name. Did you hear about Sam? It's not his real name, but let's just say Sam. Did you hear about Sam? Now I hadn't even heard of Sam. Sam was like some was the new guy who was hired, and I didn't even know that he was hired. I was like, "Who's Sam?" And my and my employee's like, "Oh, so you don't know?" And I was like, "Wait, what?" He's like, "Oh, so you don't know what happened with Bob?" And Bob was like my other employee who quit. And I was like, "Wait, what happened with Bob? And who the heck is Sam?" And my third employee's like. Oh well, you know, Bob kind of showed up to work one day with Sam, and then showed Sam how to do the job, and then Bob just kind of left, and just kind of gave Sam his job. And I was like, "What?" And this is window cleaning, so people are on ladders. There's like workers' compensation involved. There's like there's training on how to clean safe. There's so much involved to be able to do that. So he was working, and he wasn't hadn't signed any contracts. I didn't have his pay. I couldn't pay it. Like it was really, really, oh, it was really difficult. And so there's lots of challenges that I faced. Lots of challenges that I faced. I didn't know how to solve that. And for three or four years, that was a huge challenge. It was hard to take time off for me and properly take time off. Where I didn't know should I keep the business going? Should I shut the business down for when I'm taking time off? Should I? I didn't know how to do it. And now. It's way, it's way easier for me. I figured that challenge out. I figured it out. I'm not perfect at it, but I'm better at it. So I think everyone's got their own challenges. I don't know how you figure it out in a job context where you get two weeks. One thing that occurs to me is, you know,、uh, in certain in certain companies, you might be able to just talk to your boss about it. Actually, this is a great example. I navigated this. Wait a second. What am I saying? So my old when I had a job, I used to. Work for a window cleaning franchise on the employee on the employee side. What am I talking about? I know what I I problem solve this. Contractually, I was allowed two weeks vacation per year. That was the contract, and it wasn't like. And here's the thing, it's two weeks vacation, but it's not really two weeks vacation, because if you're taking time off, you it the job was a a results oriented job where you had to. You had certain sales figures and certain recruiting numbers. There's certain targets you had to hit. So if you took your two weeks off, and then you came back, and you're kind of behind on your targets, like that's not going to be good for you. You're going to be in trouble. Not only that, you had to talk to your boss about when you took your two weeks off. You couldn't just go take your two weeks whenever. It really had to be planned. In advance, and your boss had to be like, "Ooh, that's not a good time because of this conference and this and that." It was really sticky. It was first of all, when you're on vacation, it's not a real. It was often for many people not a real vacation. They're not really taking a lot of vacation time. Some people would just take their vacation time in weekend bursts. They would never take it two weeks at a time because it was just too hard in that in that kind of job. But guys, I I need I need that time off for me. I've taken I've traveled every year of my life for at least a month. Like a month, often more. 
So I had to figure it out at my job. That was not, do, nobody did that. Nobody, very few people, if anybody, when I was there anyway, took off for more than two weeks. And even two weeks at a time was kind of difficult. It was not an easy thing in my experience. But I figured it out. I talked to my boss about it multiple times because it was not something that initially was allowed and we had to negotiate. We talked about it. I asked him politely. I bring it up. Right. I paid attention to the timing of the job because that job was a little bit seasonal where certain seasons were busier than others. Certain times of the year were not as busy as other times. So initially was actually what we figured it out was I would get to take off for about three and a half weeks every year vacation. That was a true vacation where I really got to let go of my work and did not have to think about work. And I did it because there was a I noticed a pattern where there was like a three and a half four week lull where there wasn't really anything happening. Everyone's still working, but but no one's everyone's mentally checked out. There's nothing important happening. Everyone's working full time, but you're not like you're not nothing important's really happening. You're not like you know when you go to work and you're working full time, but you're not getting you know, nothing productive is actually happening. Have you ever had that experience? Well, there's like a three week window or three, four week window where this was kind of what was happening. And so what I would do is I would get some of those random jobs done early. I talked to my boss and he's like, hey, if you want to take off, you can. And then what we would do is there was a conference we had in January. I would fly directly from my holiday to the conference to save time. So I wouldn't even fly home and then to the holiday. I had my work fly me from wherever I was traveling from to wherever the conference was and, and they would have a certain amount budgeted that they can pay for the flight i would pay the extra because it was i'd be flying internationally and not locally not in the same country not domestically so why i'm sharing all this because it was a I had, to, I had to hack it i had to hack it and figure out how do i get the time that i know i need for me to hit pause on my life and do other things that also matter to me so you have to be able to hack it i think i'm very confident in saying that that there are usually hacks that you can figure out, but you have to put the time to figure those hacks out. And usually those hacks have to do with um, you be uh, you asking yourself, what do I have to do differently in order to get the vacation time that I want? And that's a question you have to ask yourself. What do I have to do differently? What do I have to change in order to get the vacation time that I want? Does that make sense? Often people go like, well, how can I make my boss give me the time? Which is an interesting way to look at it too. You could, or, oh, my boss isn't doing this. No, no, I want you to put it on you and think about what can, what do you have to change in order to get what you want? So it's a very powerful question. Anyway, this is the random podcast. I don't know if I talk about anything of value at all. Maybe I'll just name this podcast like random rant on whatever. Um, as a reminder, please go and leave a, a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts for this, for this podcast here. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk very, very soon. Bye for now. See you.